Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. Make your plans now to join us for the G3 National Conference, September 30th through October 2nd, as we'll gather for Christian fellowship and the worship of God through song and the preached word. Our theme for the 2021 conference will be centered on biblical Christology. You can find registration details at g3men.org. Get 15% off by mentioning code G3BAR. That's G3BAR. the bar come on and pull up a seat and open up your bible what a wonderful feast the living bread and we're discussing what it means for the streets the inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet this is where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news in light of the scripture we are here to serve you we're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it and this is for the truth lovers biblically reforming preaching christ to the nations yeah welcome to the of reformation yeah the bar biblical and reformed welcome everybody to the bar it's your boy Dwayne in the building man and i'm super excited like i am every week man but this right here has to be probably this most specialist i'm gonna say that i know that's not a word uh, interview I've had because this is my very first face to face interview with the guy that I found out that's right down the street. Oh man, I'm just so excited! Just dro- got in my pickup and drove down the road to meet this guy. And uh, y'all can tell by my voice, I'm just super excited. But we have with us none other than Cody Fields. How are you, sir? Doing well, and yourself? Oh man, doing good, man. Doing good. Look, this is so dope because we're not on the phone. I can respond right back. Right, right. <laughs> you can you can reach across the table and slap me in the face yeah. if I say something stupid. Nobody wouldn't even see it. Exactly. Good deal, they man. They might hear it though. Ah, uh, you yeah, you guess you're right. <laughs> so, Cody, if you don't know, uh, is the owner. Yep. yep. Owner of uh, Westminster Effects. Uh, which uh, I'm gonna let him first introduce himself, and then after he introduces himself with a brief background, he's gonna tell a little bit about what this company actually is. Yeah, sure. So I'm Cody, and I live in Lyman, South Carolina, right between Greenville and Spartanburg. And if you're not familiar with that area of South Carolina, it's right between Atlanta and Charlotte on I-85. So I've lived in the same 200 foot radius my entire life. <laughs> I went to uh, North Greenville University and got a journalism degree. And what you do with a journalism degree these days is not journalism. <laughs> I graduated in, in uh, 2009, which was just in time for the New York Times and Gannett Publishing to both lay off hundreds of people. Oh my God. <laughs> so I graduated just in time for that industry to go belly up. So I basically had to adapt and turned that into working at an advertising agency for a little bit in downtown Greenville, uh, running social media. So after that, when things went really, really south, 
I bailed on that with the intent of going freelance with blogging and social media. And in the meantime, I was like, I've always been a DIY guy, so let's let's build a, a guitar pedal kit. Gotcha. So I enjoyed that, and I was like, let's do that again. So I made one for a friend and for myself, just like a little reverb pedal, and it was fun. I was like, let's do that again, and I bet I can make money off of it. <laughs> wow. wow. And at the same time, I guess this kind of gets into the background of, of Westminster Effects. Um, I'm a church history dork. I'm a theology dork. Like, just love reading dead guys or <laughs> smart guys who are still around. Right. And that, how do I put this? I like to emphasize good theology in worship music. Mm -hmm. You got a lot of stuff out there. The You know, and a lot of times the songs may be solid. Right. But the pastors at that church definitely aren't and on. And it's on a spectrum, too. Obviously, you know, some of them are closer to being more right than others. Right. Um, but encouraging guys, hey, instead of just going with what feels nice, which is what our culture really tells us to do, mm -hmm. uh, let's dig into the Bible and even, you know, every now and then see what these old dead guys who have really stood the test of time i've got one with with augustine of hippo on there so nice that's what 1800 years that oh, yeah. we've that's been dope. talking about him that's dope. wow that's dope man so i mean you know you talked about you know the the schooling and journey and 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 advertising but let's let's talk about how you got to the point where you started to enjoy theology because yeah i don't know if you were formed the whole time actually i do know i'm just playing dumb for the radio right, but go ahead right. <laughs> So, right. So go ahead with that with that story, man, of, of your journey yeah, you know, I, to where you are. I grew up uh, the exact opposite of where I am now. Nice. Uh, I grew up in the Church of Christ, and and my <laughs> in the last podcast I was in, I, I told this story about growing up in the Church of Christ, and my dad was like, "Yeah, sorry about that," because <laughs> now he's reformed now too. Right, right, right. That's and, dope. Uh, yeah. So like the Church of Christ is heavy into baptismal regeneration. Um, you've got, you know, there's, there's some really good things about it. You right. know, my church wasn't all bad by any means. The preacher there is, you know, he's, he's sound in his faith. You know, obviously we're going to disagree about some stuff. Right, right, I don't right. think he's a heretic gotcha. for, for the record. <laughs> I'm not, I'm not just trying to throw shade about gotcha. around. Gotcha. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. Um, but baptismal regeneration, all acapella singing, which is incredibly ironic. Considering now I build church history thing guitar pedals. <laughs> right, right, right. Um, and, and for our church, it was more so that was just what we did. But other churches of Christ will actually say, if you if you have instruments in your worship, you are going to hell. Right. No matter if it's about Jesus or not. <laughs> um, like if wow. you have instruments, you're not a legitimate church. And there, there's some people I went to church with who think I'm going to hell because I play guitar at church now. Right. Wow. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> you know, and, and very, very, very heavy on the free will aspect mm -hmm. regarding mm -hmm. so soteriology. Mm -hmm. I can't even say it right now because of these allergies <laughs> and the medicines I'm on. So, um, so from there is, is kind of funny because I went to uh, Southside Christian School mm -hmm. 20 minutes up the road which at the time was owned by a Southern Baptist church. Mm. So I was in both of those worlds. I didn't really care about Jesus at all. Right. Got to North Greenville University at the, the first two weeks I was there it was still North Greenville college. Uh. 
And uh, they literally changed it to university within the first month. <laughs> wow. So that got confusing for everybody. And that was a Southern Baptist school. And I didn't really give a crap about Jesus most of the time there. And then something clicked. Oh, hey, here's a <laughs> selfie. <laughs> I don't get to do this much. Sorry. Right. Man. right? <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm not angry. <laughs> um, so while I was at North Greenville, especially, I was I was getting thrown more and more. Uh, I guess you could say theological options. Mm-hmm. I even took a class just because I like to know things. I took a class called Postmodernism and the Emerging Church. Oh wow! And that was when the Emerging Church was really the it, really it. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was I think 2008. So that was when Mark Driscoll was still identifying with the Emerging mm-hmm. Church before before they went way off to the left. And he's like, Nah, I'm out. Right, and right, right. Then later he burned down his church, which is a different story. <laughs> Um, Sorry, Shatari. Shatari is a big Mark, Mark Driscoll guy. Yeah, I, like... I, Driscoll <laughs> is one of the guys that got me reformed. That's what uh, he said. Yeah, so eventually we ended up leaving the Church of Christ. There were some things that built up, um, and I basically struck out on my own and found a different church. Is more of a more of the seeker sensitive modern type, and a lot of that wasn't really hitting home with me. And then I found that guy named Mark Driscoll. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, he gets a little angry and I can get on board with this. Right. But at the same time, like there was that grace behind it. Mm-hmm. And and I was like, well, I like it except for that predestination stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I read Desiring God by John Piper. And that wrecked my theology. I was like, I, yeah, it, it took Just a baseball bat. To it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was a grace filled sledgehammer right. to my theology. And I, I had to reckon with the Bible talks about this predestination stuff. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And and from there, it was, you know, all right, let's figure out things like total depravity, mm-hmm. limited atonement, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. And ultimately, it, it's God is sovereign over the saving of sinners, and he will see it through. Right. And, I mean, ultimately, that's kind of what you can boil my theology down to, right. uh, regardless of the, you know, I don't have a PhD by any means. I'm just a nerd. Right. <laughs> so, right, right. so ever since then, I've just wanted to dig, whether it's reading Piper or listening to guys like, uh, Matt Chandler, right. uh, or RC Sproul or Alistair Begg for that matter. Mm-hmm. And then reading guys like Charles Spurgeon. Right. Right. That's dope. That's dope. And see, that's the beautiful thing because you took, what what I can see is you took what you 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 believe theologically, and now you're applying it on the art side, on the music yeah, side. Yeah, yeah. You know, so let let's talk about that about that application. You know, because we we kind of skated across a little bit about how mm-hmm. some churches don't have proper theology with their with their worship, but let's talk about you know that that side of it, having proper theology and and, and understanding when it comes to worship, right. And I think I think part of what needs to be said is, you know, the the style doesn't so much matter. You amen, know, amen, church. Hey, hey, hey. Really, <laughs> a lot of people get so hung up on it. it has to, you know, be a piano or an organ, and and that's like, if that's your church, then right. there is absolutely nothing wrong with that, provided you're you're doing it to the glory of God right. and not because that's what your preference is. Right, right. Where if if your people respond best and God moves best in your people through a certain form, whether it's massive walls of guitar right. 
or no instruments at all, that's what you need to do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So to yeah. get that out of the way, uh, and then I guess that lends itself to the the more modern styles of worship. You know, we can throw out names like Hillsong or Bethel or Elevation or Jesus Culture, and you know, before anybody screams at me for right, their right. theology, like they're just there. Right. Uh, those styles are going to be here, and we can even throw in Sovereign Grace because they're obviously awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, those louder, bigger, and quote unquote more in your face. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you will, because it is more <laughs> than, right. than a hymnal, um, those aren't going anywhere. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that we need to abandon our hymnals. It just means we need to at least be aware of it. So within Westminster Effects, I I recognize obviously there's going to be guys initially drawn to my drawn to these pedals right. uh, that are definitely reformed. Right. Now, I get messages all the time like, "Hey, I'm a pastor and." either one this is awesome or two this is absolutely hilarious right because right, i right. have one called the osteen distortion right right you can do with that what you will <laughs> <laughs> we'll just say that everything's really intentional and the powder coat color is called illusion money there you go there you go <laughs> so within that at the same time it's like hey if you're making music for jesus regardless of your you know orthodox christian context mm-hmm. trinitarian five solas Mm -hmm. we can disagree beyond certain things you know whether it's something you know some of our opc guys might slap me but even like stuff like speaking in tongues Mm. you know that doesn't that doesn't necessarily (laughs) send people to hell no no it's not a heaven right um as long you know if you're worshiping the tongues then yeah we can talk about that and whatever so um (laughs) (laughs) but it's Hey, look at look at what these old guys said. Look mm-hmm. at what Edward mm-hmm. said. Right. Let me turn around and look at my pedal board. Since, <laughs> since we're in my office, yeah, 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 <laughs> we're, not... <laughs> we're, we're in, we're in uh, Cody's uh, workstation. But so I, yeah. I've got I've got models named after Martin Luther, uh, the Wittenberg Chapel. <laughs> right. I've got the 1689 Overdrive. Uh, I've got one named after John Piper. So the only two guys that I that are alive that I have them named after is Osteen Distortion and the Piper Drive. Okay. Which, as an aside, uh, John Piper was in town about a year and a half ago, and I gave him a prototype of the Piper Drive. Oh. And his response, he, he held it in two hands like it was a bomb about to go off. He said, <laughs> he said, I don't know what to do with this. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, well, if you ever learn how to play guitar, you can use this and it'll change how it sounds. Otherwise, you can use it as a paperweight. <laughs> yeah, he went to uh, Wade Hampton High School, which is yeah, yeah, yeah. he's a Wade right, Hampton grad. Right down the road. Yeah, yeah. Greenville got a lot of, because uh, I think uh, Lingen Duncan is uh, from Greenville, too. That's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. That's dope, man. That is so dope. But, you know, something that just came to my mind, man, it's called Westminster Effect. Are you aware that it probably won't be in that many Presbyterian churches? I am. I am. <laughs> but it, here's the thing is it sounds a lot better than 1689 Effects, well, which is what I'm closer to. Yeah, so yeah, that, yeah, yeah. You know, I appreciate all forms of reform theology. Right, right. That's dope. I so, you know, like me being a Credo guy, you know, I had to throw my 1689 a bone with, right. with that overdrive. Right. But Westminster, I mean, it, it kind of pretty much everyone who's going to be reformed, properly reformed, mm-hmm. is going to have a deep appreciation of the Westminster and, what it's, and what it's meant to the faith for the that's last true. 400 years. That's, that's legit. Because actually, 
Uh, I said it before, you know, my story, a guy literally every day during my lunch break brought me into his office and we went through the Westminster Confession. That was yeah, yeah. conversion uh, to reform faith. But I just thought that was cool, you know, uh, Westminster. And see, on a personal note, man, you know, I told you I went to one of the biggest churches around here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I, I've it was, been there, too. Yeah, yeah. It was lights, camera, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Fireworks, pyros, drums. Every, I mean, it oh, was. Oh, yeah. It was the whole banger bang. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when I when I became reformed, honestly, I appreciated the, mm-hmm. the organ and hymns and and everybody singing, you know. And not to say that that was better than whatever, oh, yeah. you know. But I, I like how you you put that out there because there's a lot of people that still you know hold tight to it has to be this has to be that. And actually, um, we had on uh, Chocolate Knox uh, um, from Cross Pol- Politic, and he yeah. said he talked about. You know, uh, when people said it hymns only, did that mean, you know, it has to be just sung or can Charlene come in and rap the hymn? Right, or, you know, right. so so that's that's dope, man. That's dope. Right. And you can even get into the uh, and I'm not trying to <laughs> poke a, a hornet's nest by any means, but uh, your EP guys. Like, yeah. Yeah, hey, yeah. Let's let's look at what the verse says. Psalms, hymns, spiritual songs. It's a, it's a challenge for everybody. Right. To get right. to what scripture really says, mm-hmm. uh, not only what we think it says right maybe. right so, and, and you encounter that in every tradition we all we all have our blind spots mm-hmm. we all bring our own lenses to the text so the the goal is to try and as objectively as possible that's one of the things i got from my journalism degree right is, right right is ultimately you're going to be subjective in some degree mm-hmm. because if i'm if i'm writing say i covered a um my senior year, Mike Huckabee made a campaign stop okay. on campus. I'm a libertarian. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so not to make it political, but I had to get through, you know, my own biases and right. saying, hey, I really think that's a bad idea. But right. at the same time being like, hey, this was actually kind of a cool thing. We got a lot of press coverage mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. for for I mean, he was on campus for like an hour and a half and right. we had bukus of news outlets there right, that right, would right. have never shown up otherwise right yeah i mean that's that's a great comparison man because like <laughs> i said we do have our own our own views our own backgrounds our own understanding um and and you know it's sad sometimes when people try to you know put that on someone or make them that way man it really is right i had a i encountered a a guy in a a certain Facebook group that <laughs> or it, it's not the pub. It's uh, not the pub. This time. <laughs> right. This was this was a, a praise and worship guitarist group. Oh, okay. I'm not where, invited to that one. Right, right. So I was talking, you know, hey, I've got somebody was asking, Hey, I need something. And I was like, Well, I build this thing, you know, I'll shamelessly self promote every now and then there. Always. And uh and it was my Calvin compressor. Oh, <laughs> And this guy was like, well, I go to an assembly of God and that's okay. You know, you can, you can, uh, recognize the fact that John Calvin was brilliant, whether you, whether yeah. you agree with him on th- certain things or not. And he was like, and my pastors teach that he is a false teacher because he believes in predestination. It's like, well, Arminius believed in predestination too. It's just, we had right. a different understanding of right. how we get there. So I think there's, there's a lack of charity there. While at the same time, it's like, dude, it literally says predestination several times in the Bible. So at least deal with it. Right. If we disagree how on what that actually means, then 
fine, but at least deal with it. Exactly. Don't deny it's there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's you know, and that, that's something I was thinking about. Like how how is how is your crossover to non I guess non reform business? You know how how is that? Do you run into anything besides what you did in that group? Yeah, I mean, once a month. <laughs> <laughs> Once a month, probably, the Osteen distortion goes semi-viral on one of several worship guitar groups out there. Gotcha. And most people think it's hilarious. Right. Because it is. Right, 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 right. <laughs> it is. Um, And then there's, like, that one guy who's like, why do we have to be ripping Christians new and like this? Trying trying to be all holier than thou. It's like, dude, have you have you heard half the crap that Joel Osteen says? Right. Like, the guy has literally said on, on what was it, Larry King? Larry King, yeah. Where it's like, oh, well, if, if the Buddhist or the Hindu is trying really hard and they really mean it, then God will respect that. He'll mm, let him in. Like, yeah, no. Come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know, man. So, it, it's, it basically kind of gets down to the only heresy in, in this this church culture in America is saying that anything is actually heresy. Yeah, that's and, real. And we've kind of shot ourselves in the foot a lot of times because some guys will go out there and say everything is is heresy. Yep, yep. Where we really need to be careful about yeah. what we actually call heresy and what we say needs that's to be just a balance. really wrong. Needs to be a balance. <laughs> right. And see, in, in my, I guess, demographic, I'm using the air quotes, <laughs> and he's seeing it because I do it all the time. Um, you know, there was a conversation about T.D. Jakes. Yeah, you know, and, yeah, and you know, I think you need a TD Jakes pedal or something, man. <laughs> right, I've I've had a lot. I've had so many requests for like a heretics. Yeah, line. yeah, yeah, yeah. So but, that that uh that Osteen graphic already kind of looks like the Joker. So yeah. a lot of people say it looks like Joyce Meyer. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's that was a good one. So that was I've a good had, one. I've had requests for. I actually did a uh, a tremolo pedal, and for those of you that don't know what that does it basically it, it fluctuates the volume of a guitar signal okay so you kind of you can kind of get like a helicopter effect like dun, 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 or or more gradual and mm -hmm. and uh so i did one uh of <laughs> it was a hand paint job with benny hen swinging his jacket around <laughs> nice <laughs> so that was a lot of fun nice that was a lot of fun Yo, and so. his, his his ironic thing, man. Um, by the time this airs, we've had his nephew on, Benny his nephew. Yeah, you were telling me yeah, about that. I'm yeah. excited about that episode. Yeah, that's 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 gonna be really dope. That uh, that clip you shared was that on your podcast page or your personal page? Um, I don't remember which I, one. I probably I don't probably my personal. because yeah. I didn't want to. I didn't want it out there too much. Right, right. But that yeah. was. Yeah, that so was pretty killer. Already. Make sure you guys go back and listen to that that episode, uh, and then also request that that uh, pick up with Benny Hinn swinging the jacket. Make sure you get that. <laughs> <laughs> That's dope. Though. I can make it happen again. <laughs> That's dope. That's dope. But yeah, man. So I'm gonna take it. We're gonna take a break right now. Just a little space for uh, our advertisement, and we'll be right back with you. And we're back, and I'm here with my main man, Cody, man. I think, you know, after this over, I'm just going to come hang out, man, you know. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> like a nice little getaway spot, man, for real, <laughs> for real. This is, I've enjoyed this, man. But so um, on the second half, I always like to go to my custom or my, uh, I guess, famous questions that we sure, ask here sure. at the bar. Um, and you being a musician. Well, actually, you know what? Before we go there. Let's talk about you as a musician and what 
you know, mm-hmm. I guess your approach and then also what you're dealing with, you know, like what, what groups you play in and, yeah, you know, yeah. how can they check that out? Let's do that and then we'll do my fun. Yeah. Course. Well, I am a total hack of a guitarist. <laughs> 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 I got my first guitar uh, Christmas of 2000. Uh-huh. And my my dad's always been really musical, so he taught me some some chords, and then I took a month's worth of lessons. And beyond that, it's been figure out stuff by ear and read tabs, which is not sheet music. I don't I don't know crap for theory. Gotcha, gotcha. I understand. <laughs> so, so it's it's like, hey, you play it on this string at this fret at this time, <laughs> and that's how I learn stuff. Right, right. Um, my wife and I both play guitar in a christian post-hardcore band called igniting the sky okay uh we've put out two eps we haven't played a show in a year uh but we're about to start back up um and we're currently in the i guess you'd say the mixing and post-production of a it's a full-length concept album very very loosely uh telling the story of martin luther starting the reformation in science fiction format Oh, dope. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's really nerdy. All of the uh all of the song titles are some kind of science fiction reference whether it's a video game or a movie or right. a novel or whatever. And uh but we're really excited to get that out one of these days. We've literally been working on this for 3 or 4 years. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> so so yeah, and you know, I'm I have a louder musical taste, I guess if that makes sense. Right. <laughs> right, right, right. Cool. So speaking of musical taste, what what do you listen to? Um, yeah, um, so I graduated high school in 2005, which was uh, right in the middle of the pop punk and emo explosion. Okay. So I got started with bands like Reliant K, mm-hmm. MXPX, uh, Blink-182, and... Um, and then especially toward the end of high school, like my favorite band, and this is how big of an emo kid I am, is my favorite <laughs> band of all time is still My Chemical Romance. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, getting into stuff like like them or uh, Census Fail, Story of the Year, A Day to Remember, right. all those guys. Um, I've been on, who have I been on? I'm right beside my, my iTunes playlist. Yeah, why, so why not cheat, man? Why not? Yeah, the, the, <laughs> the newest Haste the Day album has just been blowing me up lately, and I guess I'll give one other album recommendation. <laughs> uh, As Cities Burns, Son, I Loved You at Your Darkest always wrecks me. And then, um, in terms of like actual worship music, I've always been a big Dustin Kensrue fan, okay. ever since he came out with that stuff with Mars Hill. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, King's Kaleidoscope, mm-hmm. um, regardless of what you think of, about their f bomb on that one song, <laughs> <laughs> uh, they're just they're just so creative and so talented. And it's even though it's outside of what I normally listen to, right? Uh, unlike Dustin Kensrue, since he fronts the band Thrice, mm-hmm. which I cut my teeth on in high school too, right? Uh, you know, King's Kaleidoscope, they, they're so creative and just so far out. Sometimes they're out in left field, and I'm just like, that's weird, and I like it. <laughs> and other times, it's just like, man, that's good. <laughs> right, 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 right. Okay, that's dope, man. That's dope. Well, we talked about uh, off-air. We talked about podcasts and, and, you know, things like that. So what podcasts or sermons uh, do you listen to? A lot. <laughs> uh, I'll try and boil it down. Um I do like I'll listen to a lot of podcasts while I'm doing my more mindless stuff. Like I was telling you off the air, 
uh, when when I'm stuffing circuit boards or just wiring something up really quick. So right. uh, I pretty much daily listen to Albert Muller's The Briefing. I've heard that about to. a million times. You on got here. to, bro. It, uh, I don't agree with him on everything, but how most of me he's so smart you gotta <laughs> listen to him even if you even if you disagree with him on a point or two um and then uh stuff like james white yeah i listen to him whenever he's on uh let's see sheologians everything mm-hmm. apology radio does uh doctrine and devotion i actually had an ad on their on their podcast so when you're not listening to the bar go listen to that one you better believe it <laughs> uh basically anything in Involving Ligonier John Piper, and one that a lot of people might not know of is uh, Communio Sanctorum History of the Christian Church, hmm. and it's uh, interestingly enough, it's a um, it's a obviously a church history podcast run by a Calvary Chapel pastor in California, hmm. but his his approach is extremely balanced. So he'll criticize whoever he needs to criticize. Gotcha. He'll say, "Hey, this guy had a really good idea when when they did." Right. So whether it's you know something out of Rome or even something out of Geneva, mm-hmm. if it's good, then he calls it good. If they weren't so nice, he'll say so. Gotcha. And uh, and he'll even let you know, "Hey, this is where I'm coming from," which is kind of rare. Right. <laughs> yeah. It is. Wow. That's dope, man. That's a nice balance. Yeah. You gotta yeah. throw the you gotta throw the briefing out there. And you gotta throw the doctrine <laughs> devotion, man. For real. I can't I can't keep track of how many people on your podcast have said, Oh yeah, I listen to the briefing every Bro, day. It's it's news, man. That's right. That's right. just what it is. Right. And and when you <laughs> when you can skip the whole uh two people on TV yelling at each other right, and right. just get, Hey, this is what's going on right. with, with cultural development. Yep. Yep. Then all right, let's yeah. let's go ahead and hear it out. Yeah, I don't have to order Time magazine and none mm-hmm. of that, man. He tells you what's on the front page, and you know, I love it, man. Oh yeah, that's dope, man. But Cody, bro, this has been so cool, man. I mean, I'm not just saying that because we're recording, but like, <laughs> like legit, man. This has been cool, man. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, guys, he showed me the shop uh, where where it all goes down, and showed me the pedal. There's guitars everywhere. I'm gonna get some pictures. <laughs> make sure y'all can see all this. But uh, man, um, I'm I'm just excited, and I'm, I'm I'm thankful, man, that you would take time out of your busy schedule. You know, I saw you, you was working so hard, you and your wife, and they're playing video games, and uh, <laughs> you know, so we just wanted to, to. Sorry, I had to interrupt that, but we just appreciate your time, man. And um, anything you want to say in closing before we get up out of here? Yeah, sure. Um, oh yeah, promote all your stuff too. Don't oh yeah, that. promote. <laughs> stuff. Um, so WestminsterEffects.com, and then uh. You can find me on Instagram and Facebook, and I guess Twitter if you really have to, even though Twitter is pretty much a cesspool now. <laughs> um, in February, uh, my father-in-law generously invested, and we also purchased the majority of another company called Nose Pedal. So if you ne- don't necessarily want a bunch of dead theologians on your pedals, you know, there's utility stuff there. Um, nice. at, at the same time, um, I guess I can, I should promote my local church mm-hmm. um which come visit us man <laughs> it's down the street um, yeah i'm gonna yeah. check you all out so man. resurrection church if you're in the greenville south carolina area it's resfaith r-e-z faith.com you can listen to stuff there and i guess i should shout out since i plugged my church i should shout out my life group uh we use the hashtag of scoreboard oh. whenever we talk about anything because we're that awesome no <laughs> <laughs> nice
Nice, man. But yeah, that's awesome. Uh, be on the lookout for his pastor being one of the local pastor spotlights. Uh, we're going to set that up as well. Uh, me and Cody, we're just going to build this this nice relationship. He might even teach me how to play guitar. Who knows, man? So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll make it out. <laughs> but man, we appreciate you again, Cody, man. And uh, you guys, make sure you check us out every Tuesday. Visit the website. That's thebarpodcast.com. And we out of here. What's up, bar listeners? It's finally here, the bar exclusive content. Yes, that's right. You can sign up to receive exclusive content as low as $2 a week or $5 a month, $50 for the year to get exclusive content. What is the exclusive content? I'm glad you asked. The exclusive content is additional information from my guests, extra time with them in like the green moon setting, laid back, them asking me questions, I ask them questions, and also the Facebook group. You get an invitation to the Facebook group where we will have discount codes for the bar gear and many many more make sure you sign up the links in the show notes join the vip inside the bar group and we'll see you there